Blog Talk Radio. Go ahead. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, and welcome to Left of the Valley with Karen and Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How was are you? Good. Uh, obviously, that was not my sultry voice we heard there on the radio. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> uh, it was the lovely voice of Kat Wahama, and she and Tony Reese are our guests today. Welcome. I'm so excited to have this, have you here on this show. Mm, we're, we're excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we could have used a clave in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got that. <laughs> oh, I've got a lot of drops and sound effects, and you'll hear them throughout the show. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, shame on you, first of all. And uh, this is a uh, show dedicated to positive atheism, skeptical thinking, and secular humanism. And, of course, we try to encourage local artists and everybody in and around the Fraser Valley in the area of Mission, Abbotsford, Maple Ridge, et cetera, et cetera. And we're here in Maple Ridge, actually, live in their living room. Living room, yeah. You guys were nice enough to bring us here. Well, bring us here. We came, but, you know, yeah. didn't invite us, you know. Yes, Kat and Tony are very uh, prominent local musicians, and we're very excited to have them. And Kat Wama is also a, a art activist and currently artist in residence in Maple Ridge. That's great. Now, what does that mean, art in, uh, artist in residence? Artist in residence. Um, well, it means uh, it means a lot of different things. It depends on, on the residency itself. I could get really technical, but a lot of the time... It is about an artist, and it could be a visual artist, a musician, a poet, a playwright, uh, a theater artist, um, living in a community. Um, as in my residency, I am physically living for the next three years in Maple Ridge and working specifically in the um, neighborhood of Port Haney uh, to just connect and engage with folks that are living here. Um, and engage them in making art with me. Um, and that's my kind of area of in community arts practice and arts for social change. Some artists, when they do a residency, 
they don't live in the actual community, but they come and work in the community. Um, and uh, sometimes they create public art mm -hmm. uh, pieces. Um, sometimes they the pieces aren't physical statues or mosaics, or they're actually theater pieces. Or mm. and my work will involve dance pieces and theater pieces and uh, interactive visual arts works. But it can be anything from uh, two week residency to three years. Wow. So well, that's awesome. Well, thanks guys for yeah. coming here. I might we might as well get right away into our segments, right? And you guys are staying here for the show. By the way, feel free to comment whichever way you want. We we want your comments. And let's let's go with our next segment, which <laughs> is this day in history. That's your cue. Okay. The standing street. This actually, considering right now is election time, there's a lot of uh, political stuff in this day in history. Stop playing with your mic. I'm not. So, uh, November 1st in 79. Year 79, <laughs> not 1979. Yeah. Pompeii is buried by an eruption of Mount Vesuvius. Mm. Then in uh, 1869, Louis Riel seizes Fort Gary, Winnipeg, during the Red River Rebellion. Which is, uh, I think, very interesting. Yes, part of Canadian <coughs> history. So do I. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then uh, tragic part, actually. Yes, mm -hmm. very tragic. It is tragic. Uh, we'd like to do a show on that sometime. Yeah, fascinating. And uh, November second, seventeen fifty-five, Marie Antoinette is executed. Oops. <laughs> Off with her head. I saw a cat. You have a, a signing. Uh, you have <coughs> Katie Lang's autograph. I so in, in November second, nineteen sixty-one, <laughs> Katie Lang is born. So wow. it's November second, seventeen fifty-five. November second, nineteen sixty-one. I don't know. That's I don't know if that's a coincidence. The reincarnation. <laughs> no, she's a reincarnation of uh, Patsy Klein. So really, yes. Patsy Klein is a reincarnation of Marie Antoinette. Therefore, it's obvious. <laughs> isn't it? Does she like cake? <laughs> oh, I think I think Patsy was keen on cake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, November 3rd, 1493, Christopher Columbus arrives in Dominica during his second expedition. Uh, and we know where that led. Yes. <laughs> uh, to no the real for <laughs> <laughs> uh, November 3rd, 1912, the first all-metal plane is flown in France. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they gave up on the paper one. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can only fly so far on paper. <laughs> Uh, November 4th, 1922, the entrance to King Tut's tomb is discovered. And then the all, curse was all revealed. All curses are let out. Um, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> uh, the podcast, you can say it. <laughs> no, the Nile. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> November 4th, 1980, Ronald Reagan is elected. And then November 4th, ah, 2008, Barack Obama is elected. Bad day in history. Strange, strange politics. Okay, November 5th, 1605, Guy Fawkes is betrayed and arrested in an attempt to blow up Parliament. But Guy Fawkes was actually set up. The whole thing was a set up, so that's another interesting political story. <coughs> November 5th, 1872, Susan B. Anthony is arrested for trying to vote. So if you're a woman out there listening, you better get out and vote for the sake of Yeah, Susan the election is right around the corner. Vote, municipal election. Vote. Vote. November uh, 15th. Mm -hmm. Yes. And while you're out there, vote. Yes. <laughs> and don't forget to vote. <laughs> I think we should mention you should vote. Yes. 
Uh, November 5th, 1935, Parker Brothers launches Monopoly, the world's most boring board game. <laughs> November 5th, 2006, former... But Rock- now we live it every day <laughs> on the stock exchange. And, like, seriously, that's, there's a history to Monopoly. and I'm sure that's yeah, another show. It is. Yeah. November 5th, I think I showed my roots there because I am so not interested in economics. That's <laughs> why I hate it. And November 5th, 2006, former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein is sentenced to death for the massacre of 148 Shia Muslims in 1982. Uh, November 6, 1860, Abraham Lincoln is elected. I just like to point out he was a Republican and he uh, freed the slaves. Uh, November 6, 1917, the Bolshevik Revolution is led by Vladimir Lenin. Um, November 7, 1867, Marie Curie is born, and she is still to this day the first, the only person to have won two Nobel Peace Prizes. Uh, peace Prizes? Yeah. Not Peace Prizes. Nobel Prize. Yeah, not a Peace Prize. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Um, November 7, 1921, Benito Mussolini declares himself leader of the National Fascist Party in Italy. It's a shame. Such a nice name. Benito Mussolini. There's something exotic about it. Hmm. Such a shame he became such a... Beep. <laughs> uh, November 8, three, the year 392, the- Theodosius, I don't know how to say his name, Theodosius of Rome passes legislation prohibiting pagan worship. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, and we know where that led. No. <laughs> <laughs> November eighth, nineteen sixty, John F. Kennedy is elected president of the U.S. And last one, November eighth, two thousand, U.S. election dispute between George Bush and Al Gore. Supreme Court later rules that George Bush won yeah, the election. Well, we <laughs> uh, Ow. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that entertaining segment. <laughs> it's for you, and we're professionals, obviously. So, guys, uh, apparently you guys are going to play a couple songs for us today. No rushes to when you want to play it, but hey, we will, let's talk a bit more about uh, what you guys do exactly as artists in residency. Don't tell me you explain all that in the first 30 seconds of the show. No. Yeah, like three hours to do here. Oh, well. <laughs> Actually, um, uh, one of the things that... Uh, we're starting this month on the 19th of November is a songwriter circle uh, here in the neighborhood, uh, Seed Center, which is uh, a longstanding community organization uh, about um, the environment and uh, sustainable development, et cetera, et cetera, Um, have a lovely space, and we will be hosting songwriter circles, so we're trying to get the word out to local songwriters or aspiring songwriters uh, to come out. It's uh, from 7 to 9, and it's a very relaxed and non-threatening environment where people can bring their music and just share it, and if they want, get feedback or not. Um, (laughs) Non-threatening environment. Non-threatening environment. It's pretty challenging for folks, I think, that aren't out there making music all the time yeah. or, you know, are making writing songs in their you basement. Can't handle the truth. That's right. I know. <laughs> we don't want to do that to, to them. Um, and uh, and it's just about, you know, sharing music and resources. And uh, there's a great um, uh, uh, long-running series here in Maple Ridge, Song Stage 
at the act, and it uh, actually has an open stage part and then a, a feature part. So we're hoping to encourage songwriters to go and, and participate in that, and that takes place at, in the lobby at the act. Um, what is it, the second Tuesday? And Ivan Boudreaux runs Yes, it. and Ivan Boudreau runs runs that. So we've got our first one coming up. Tony and I are co-hosting that. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're getting a two-for-one <laughs> residency, I Because obviously yeah. I've got the projects that I'm going to be doing, and, and, um, and in some respects Tony's going to be, Tony and I will be working on some things together. That's a, that's a, it's a really great thing. that It's really hard when you are any kind of artist, you're kind of putting your soul out there for the world to see, and uh, mm-hmm. it can be very intimidating. So it's nice to have that encouragement and yeah, mentorship. So we, we definitely want to encourage that. And Is there a, speci- uh, a particular theme for uh, the artist to, to Oh, in terms of my resident theme, uh, when uh, they – so there's a process. They put out a call for proposals from artists, um, and um, – Within that call, you articulate some of the projects that you might do with the. Oh, so the, the the there's no theme on uh, we're doing a. Not for this one. Something no. on but love but or but something. But some some residencies would be very specific, and they'd be looking for maybe they'd want a, a poet to come and and work with community and write poetry about the watershed or you know mm-hmm. so they they can be extremely specific or broad and this because it's a that's the beauty of this one is it's actually an opportunity to work long term in a in a community mm-hmm. and and I think uh, it's a lot harder to do the short term ones because mm-hmm. you have such a brief time to interact and to really do you know that piece about engaging with community it takes time What's your impression of Maple Ridge at this point? Uh, I I think we live in a really rich and varied neighborhood. Um, you know, um, it's very white. <laughs> I think you're expressing your love for Maple Ridge yeah, right now, aren't you? It's, it's my love. My love for Maple Ridge. So tell tell me about art activism. Um, how do you how do you see art and activism? Um, well, art. Uh, artists generally are the ones that shine a light on anything uh, that you know that's why it's kill all the poets first in in most oppressive regimes people in the arts are the first mm-hmm. to be disappeared or eliminated mm-hmm. and it, because they generally are the first ones to really notice when things are going awry and they will through their artwork engage people in thinking about what's going on in in a community or in a country um, through songwriting or through their plays or um, and draw people's attention. Film and, and theater do that all the time. Um, and so there's always been, artists have always been at the forefront of social change movements. And um, uh, there, if anything, has become a whole range of artists that that's how they do their artwork so mm-hmm. they don't uh, but you know we can go back to um uh song writing and song music has you know universal soldier uh a song by buffy st marie you mm-hmm. know that gets people's attention pete seeker and years yeah. and years of protest songs and yes. you know there's just a huge history in music of using it to draw attention to issues and we'll let Bob Dylan go right on back <laughs> because he didn't really, I don't know if he really felt that he was 
creating social change. But that's the thing. It can be from writing a song and just getting it out to people to actually, as a songwriter, going into a community and having people articulate their issues through music. So mm-hmm. at that more grassroots level and with intention mm-hmm. versus just writing a song about something that you're, uh, yeah. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we just stand here. Thinking of Neil Young and his, his, well, I don't know if it's his latest album, but he kind of came out of retirement to write an album yeah. pro- protesting the war. Yeah. And see, it's because no one else is doing it, he said. Keep so. on rocking in the free world. It's <laughs> a great song. Oh, it is. And it's rocking. I should have that drop you know? on And that's the thing, Neil music Young. especially has the power, well, most art forms do, but it just cuts through all of the crap that mm-hmm. we intellectualize and, and it right. takes you right to here. It's much more visceral. And that's how you can actually affect change is when you hit people here first. Um, and we tend to have this uh, polarized, uh, dichotomous culture where we believe that you know anything that is coming here isn't as valid as things that... And our logic doesn't serve us well in lots of respects because we need a balance of that and mm-hmm. we've, we've got very lopsided um, right. culture worldwide we actually. Need, yeah, I agree. Yeah. We need empathy as well as logic. Yeah. And you know, the art is the yeah. more empathetic. W- would you, would you what think do you think, Tony? Yeah, yeah Tony, Tony, you know, you're way <laughs> too quiet. quiet. Um, what do I think about that? Um, I think, you know, when, when, you, when you write songs or whatever artists do, they use a they comment on what's going on, and some, you know, and, and so that that's why I think they they uh, are sometimes at the forefront of or in, involved in these kind of issues, any, any kind of issues. I and mean, I think we've got things like climate change going on, which I think is going to be a new thing where mm-hmm. people are going to be uh, you know, marching for take years to, to to change the corporate and uh, elitist world that mm-hmm. is invested in uh, fossil fuels. So I th- I don't know I, th- I think I, th- I think you know you can write you know. I think you, you, certainly we write songs about uh, sometimes they, they have a political twist and sometimes they're just fun, sometimes they're this and sometimes they're that, but uh, it's going to come out, some that mm-hmm. part of it. And uh, Do you think the the art itself empowers people to to express, like maybe if you didn't, someone didn't have a, an art form, they would feel like they had less of a voice, harder to articulate? Maybe what they were feeling about current events. Do you think the art actually helps people well, I, I express I th- themselves? Yeah, I think I, th- I think you know like we we dealt with this uh, gravel pit in uh, Lake Eroc, and you know it, it, it's it's a rigged game. Mm-hmm. The governments are uh, allied with the industry, and and you have to fight them, and and uh, you can talk to them, but they, they can write things to them, but they don't really listen, and and just but we we had a song that got on, we put someone put it on the. Um, what they call on, on, YouTube. on YouTube, and so people watch that, and it, and, and, it, and, it, and it, was, it was just sort of, you know, and when we all got together at the song, we could all say, all, all, because it goes no, you know, for mm-hmm. for conflict gravel, and so uh, that's that, that 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 can be in a minor way that can do it. I mean, that can that can help that. And I think there's other songs that I always think of anarchy in the UK. I mean, you know, I, mean, I don't think anarchy in the UK was, you know, lyrically it may not have been great, but it, you know, getting to number one during the during the uh, the uh, what was it? The silver jubilee for the Queen. Mm. There, you know, there it was. You know, with a picture of the Queen, or so, so, I don't know, with mustaches or whatever it was. I can't remember now. <laughs> on, on, on the thing. So it, it was kind of, it was kind of definitely. Uh, it, it, it said that all was not as being presented. You know, on the BBC, if you will. 
Yeah. yeah. And and that's the thing. Um, a song can be a, a rallying mm. cry mm. For, for people. Uh, but to go back to empowering people, or that's that's what art and social change is, though, for, for artists that actually want to go a step deeper into that. So you're actually engaging people to help create the art mm-hmm. and to use art as a toolkit to become engaged in the political process in their community when they have an issue that they want to address there are some tools that they can use to do that and mm-hmm. and art is is one of them and whether it's creating a a community play or a piece of artwork uh um uh there's just so many things that people can actually do that don't necessarily consider themselves artists or creative mm-hmm. because it, it, it's got that uh, you know quotation marks around it and that's where an artist working with community can can really bridge that Mm -hmm. and and let people know that yes you you can you know you can become engaged in this process and you can bring your issues forward in a much more meaningful way sometimes than writing a letter Mm -hmm. um and and at the same time developing as a human and finding your voice Mm -hmm. and connecting with other people that that care about the same issue and building community that way so it's a huge, powerful, mm-hmm. powerful force. So what's the status of art today in the community? Hmm. I know it's an interesting question. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's still something that um, uh, for certain people in, a, in their frame of reference, that it's something either elitist or it's something that's a, a, a frill making and creating is a basic human need Mm -hmm. and actually uh, the disciplines within art when you're uh, working in any practice you have to you have to look after your tools you have there's all of these practical things that you have to do um, that build skills and knowledge and ability Um, and we know in uh, in education and in learning that uh, children that are engaged in the arts uh, have better social skills, they have more empathy, uh, their analytical skills and their creative thinking and their ability to look at a bigger picture and to also see, like with media, for example, what and how it might be manipulating them. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have that visual literacy, you don't necessarily know that what's being thrown at you is a bunch of propaganda and it gives you the ability to filter out okay you know what what is this i love russell brand's show yes he has his show and he deconstructs you know messages from like his deconstruction of stephen harper's uh you know blah blah about the poor young man who was killed yes as a warm yeah you know it's great deconstruction yes you know Anyway, yeah. we should probably sing Conflict Gravel. Yeah, we can, hold, we can uh, certainly have that song going on. You, you guys need to set up a... Yeah, yeah. You just have that. No, no, no we got two guitars. Yeah, so yeah. so, that. so we can... Can we sing that? So, yeah, so essentially what happens when, 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 when uh, the industry wants... To, the, gravel, the gravel industry wants to put a uh, gravel pit next to people's homes, they want to do it to save money in transportation costs. They can go... There's plenty of gravel. There's no shortage. And... Uh, so they they buy up the land and uh, zoning becomes irrelevant and then um, 
what what they, what happens is they, they they put in an application, and they they put a tiny ad in a local paper. That's it. Now, when other things happen, you get all letters delivered to your house. But when there's a gravel pit, not much happens. And our response was we had to we had to send something in triplicate, written, no email, and that had to go within 30 days. So you had to know the ad was there and get it in in 30 days. And they they, they, they in terms of feedback, yeah, feedback to your complaints about it, obviously, because no no one in their right mind wants to breathe in. You know, all the toxins. Yeah. So, so that's how that's how they, that's what they do. And, and then the Ministry of Energy and Mines uh, collaborates with them to keep it quiet as possible. And you know, there's people in Lake Arrow who probably still don't know, and certainly ones who, who had got the application and, and, the, and the permit granting went went through without them knowing. The other key thing is, there's, it's there's no real way for it to fail. They all the studies are paid for by the company. They do not have to submit a. a, a, a a, one of their commissioned studies, if it's, if it's unfavorable, to, unfavorable to them, they do not have to. They do not have to, to, to submit it, so they can't go wrong. And of course, the government can't do anything, and doesn't want the, 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 the provincial government doesn't want to, and the local governments, they just haven't got the money to deal with them because they've taken them to court a number of times when they try to enforce their bylaws. All the pits out there were operating without soil permits, and the FERD couldn't do anything because they didn't, couldn't, couldn't financially deal with it. So. It, it really comes down to, make, to making it fuss and making it politically difficult. And, uh, and you guys were all talking about this. And that's, we, what we this so that's why this song... And we, and we did make it politically uncomfortable and difficult, and there yeah. may be a different outcome in yeah. our so neighborhood, so we feel somewhat positive yeah. about that. Oh, there's a train yeah. going by. But if a pit does go, you, you, it does go through, you have to constantly monitor it and fight it. There is no real uh, attempt to monitor it. The only things that get 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 changed when people living near it com complain about it. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's what happens. This is a complete By default, of regulation. We, we end up having to be the regulators yeah. with so, our complaints. So for us, Mount Polly is not at all surprising. No, absolutely not so surprising. Not a surprise. Anyway, enough on that. This is not the ground. There we go. Counts in. Two, three, four.
Arguing is not a talent either. <laughs> Actually, it's a great skill. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Arguing. <laughs> Although my mother used to just call me pig-headed, that's all. So, 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 so the, uh, the 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 gravel issue is still an issue east of Mission, right? It's still oh, a, a, absolutely. I think it's it's a worldwide it's issue. It's in, Ma- it's in Maple Ridge. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Maple Ridge too. You, you, don't you see when you drive down that when you come into Mission, you can see the gravel pit at the end. Do you see it getting bigger? And the, oh, the, the yeah. pa- particulate matter from that goes in, goes to mission. Well, you come, when you they come in to, to mission from from the road, you don't. Yeah, no, when, when you're coming in from, from Maple Ridge, you, you, you <coughs> get up to the top of the hill just just by Mission Springs. You look down, look right down there. There's a gravel pit there. Right. Oh yes, yes, the uh, the Cox Bay yes. atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, so, so I mean, there's a the, the, the larger particulate matter doesn't go so far, but the sm- small particulate matter go, goes in uh, indefinite distances, and they don't really have to do anything about it. I mean. And if they do, they use water, and then and that gets polluted with things like cadmium, arsenic, mm-hmm. and past mercury, and certainly aluminum and various kinds of silica. I mean, nobody wants to breathe in silica, but some some of it even causes cancer. So, and they and they don't they don't like the, the entire time the Lake Arrowhead mine was in place for the, for the twenty years, at least from the, from the, around small, before. In that, the but, air with uh, the last fifteen years. Yeah, no, certainly. Any, 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 either way, they they never made an attempt to find out what what what, what was actually in the dust mm-hmm. going in the air. They didn't because they might find out. And that wouldn't do. That would look bad. So they don't look. Mm-hmm. They t- when they test the water, they test it for bacteria. Well, that's not the problem with the gra- 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 gravel. It, it, gravel. Gravel mining in ne- uh, inevitably releases. Toxic, toxic metals and, and silica. You just can't be so they're they're deliberately testing for the wrong things so that they can say that they did these health tests and they came up negative. Is that well? Because norm, normally, what you worry about with water testing in the normal circumstances is bacteria, you know, E. coli and whatnot. So you worry about that. But once once you've got a gravel pit, they were there. This gravel pit was 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 or would be uh, like within 200 meters of the, of the water supply yeah. for the entire area. Would yeah. you trust the company? Well, yeah, no, 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 of I mean. course not. <laughs> and just from a, a, a you know geotechnical perspective, mm. it's in a terrible hazard mm. area. Mm. It's looming above a major highway and a train, uh, a railway line, and uh, a lake mm. and a watershed, mm-hmm. which is actually connected. It's it's all part of the Harrison watershed, which is an internationally designated salmon stronghold, the Harrison Salmon Stronghold, which leads me to talk about ACES, actively creating an exceptional society, which is... No, I thought you were uh, playing a game of cards there for a second. No, but we are ACES. Um, <laughs> uh, which, you know, one of our big projects annually for the last three years has been the Eco Arts Festival Rivers of Peace, mm-hmm. which draws attention 
to that waterway, which now is getting a net international attention because it is a place where salmon are flourishing. And so we use arts uh, for action and advocacy and to engage people and get them excited about this place in North America where um, we need to take and protect and preserve the, the watershed because we won't have the salmon or the eagles or the humans or the anything without water and water is a that is a huge area and an area that I'll be tackling through arts projects um, because it's a, it's such a basic thing mm-hmm. and it's been commodified mm-hmm. and uh, fracking is a word that describes beautifully the destruction that it causes you know what is that when a word Sounds like what it's yes, yeah. I think one of the things, what, what, the, the thing with, with the gas is, what, what, before they fracked it, it, it didn't release the methane, so it wasn't, it, it was relatively lower in carbon emissions than, than regular fossil uh, oil and other fossil fuels. But once you start fracking, the me- methane is now released, mm-hmm. and let alone the energy to do it. And so it, it, it isn't, in fact, as clean, clean, as, clean as it was. Oh, but it, but <coughs> the, old, the old story remains. Right, perpetuates the yeah. <coughs> Not yeah. to mention the chemicals that are injected into the water. Yes. And they are even maybe more devastating than anything. Mm-hmm. And the water on this planet is the water that's been on this planet. There is no new, we don't get new water from anywhere. And yes, water does have the ability magically to cleanse itself, but it might Ten thousand years, actually, mm-hmm. at the rate we're going. Yeah, the statistic. I, the statistic I believe is like three percent of all water is fresh water on the planet, mm-hmm. and yeah. much of that is polluted beyond human use at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But f- as far as fracking goes, I mean, our premier clearly is way behind the times. But I can't remember the name of the town, but in uh, the town in Texas, Denton. Where yeah, they banned it. They banned fracking. Banned fracking. No. Of course, they're being sued <coughs> whoa, now. Well, right here, but, right here in uh, Canada, in Quebec, they had a, they have a moratorium on yes, that. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, and I think they're being taken to court as well for that. Which just is the same thing, you know, people standing up for their rights and then having to fight and fight and mm-hmm. fight for things that our government should be protecting. Yeah, for we us. shouldn't have to fight the government to save the environment. It's ridiculous. It is, and the environment is not something over there. It's not separate from our silly manufactured concept of economy because that really isn't that's an abstract it's I love the way you say that it's silly manufactured concept of the economy because that's it is wonderful. it's a total fabrication just like our money system they're just computers with a lot of zeros in them that is a not real what is real is air to breathe exactly. water to drink uh, food to eat. that that is pretty much what is real in this equation and yes. yet it's not even included in the cost of manufacturing, for example, and if you actually included the real cost to the environment, things that we make cheaply in China, we wouldn't make mm-hmm. because it's not cheap to make them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a huge cost to them. Yeah. Anyway. I was just reading that the uh, the iPhone, the iPhone that you get in your pocket, mm-hmm. if it was made here in Canada, it would cost about $14,000. So it just gives you an idea. But then we'd be rolling into the whole labor laws side of things. But I do want to ask a question about this since we're on the uh, uh, resource extraction, and this is a bit of an atheist show. Um, I think a lot of atheists out there would say that uh, one of the reasons why we're so uh, a lot of countries and people are so prone to doing extraction without really giving a second thought about it 
is because of that line in the Bible that says you've been given dominion over the earth. Well, mm. and that's an antiquated, very ridiculous antiquated. concept uh, that separates us again from nature. And we are nature. We're part of nature and the natural world. And that separation, again, artificial, um, makes it possible for us. But that's, okay, I want to go right back to patriarchy. And it's all about power <coughs> and control and power over. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's a system. So I don't want to say it's about men or women and it damages all of us. But it's a very bad system, and it's also the heart of our corporate system mm-hmm. that is what's just killing us, everything on this planet. Mm-hmm. And until we disentangle ourselves from that system, then we're in trouble. But I, 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 just, I think the other trouble with, uh, with, with where, where religion does cause troubles is, I mean, I don't mind people believing things that are fatuous, but it's it's... It's when when people no I should pull that out as a drop I should really pull that out as a drop that was brilliant go ahead though. no go no ahead. no but seriously but it's obvious now I went to Church of England schools they're trying to get the children young because who's going to believe that when they're old it's just a bunch of poppycock <laughs> so the trouble is so the trouble is the, the Tony's speaking for himself so so, so well, he's speaking for a lot of people yeah. well but he's speaking for himself so 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 I think the trouble is. That then you you breed people, you breed you train people to accept things that that have no basis in his in sort of any anything, and and th- and then so then that's say something with climate change. You, that, that, apart from we all don't want to think about it to some degree. I think I think it's it's, it's easy just to believe when someone says no, it's okay. not true because this stupid reason or that stupid because okay. it's coming from the same people who uh, you just got to have faith and you know yeah. it's not. And I think I think religion did good things to. To sort of you know, try and make, make, make people live live better together and all, I appreciate all that. But I think it's come to the point where we you say to be an Amer- American president, you have to pretend to believe yes. in, in, in specifically the Jesus yeah. Christ, and you probably better not be a Catholic. I mean, you, know, you probably better be on, be on the uh, more Protestant side, and 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 you and you and you and you know you got to say that, and probably they don't, but they have to say it. But the trouble is that. that Th- th- that means if, if like someone like George Bush, Bush who that later, that later in life did believe it, then that means he he believed other things. Like he did believe God was telling him to help the Palestinians. He can't have someone in charge of America who thinks God's talking directly. Right. I really I really like that one where he went to France and told. We had a few to, prime ministers like that though too. But yeah. uh, but the the spirit world was. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that when George Bush went to France and tried to convince. I believe it was François Mitterrand at the time that mm. he had to come into Iraq because the demon Gog and Magog were in there somewhere. It's like, come yeah. on! I know, well, but it, it, it's mm. it teaches you to suspend your skepticism and yes. your and your actual. Critical thinking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we saw the show where there was this family who, you know, all believe in the rapture and everything. But the the generation who's like in their 25 now, these young women, they want to have families and babies and all this, but they 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 go pretend that they think the rapture is going to happen. So they they're sort of going ahead, but but what's the point having babies and everyone's going to be raptured pretty quick? And so (laughs) so so so, you know, well, will the baby be a believer? Will it will they remain for the tribulation? I don't know. But so that so it, so it was it was. It, it, I think I think it, I think I think a lot of them don't really believe it. It's the same as you know Catholics all use contraception, not all, but ninety nine percent I think of some like in, in America they use contraception, and they, but they but they still go along with it. So I think that some of it was good, but I think it does have have the ability to encourage people to believe whatever pops in their head or someone tells them more realistically. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm 
you know, quite ready to join the Church of Margaret Atwood. Um, so, um, <laughs> and Tavisley, <laughs> well, I think she should, actually. Um, but um, I seriously would rather go back to pagan worship where we worship the earth, we worship the trees, we worship the water, and we actually saw that it was sacred and divine, and we wouldn't be in this mess because mm-hmm. those cultures prior to patriarchy actually revered and understood the very importance of the earth and that's a lot of first nations traditions and other aboriginal you know ancient traditions do understand that we have this interrelated relationship and it's so important for us to be thankful and grateful for our the the animals that give up their lives to feed us and etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. and the water and the you know the the sun above us and the moon, etc. But we are so distanced from that. It's mm-hmm. so. Do you think religion will meet its end at the hands of the artists? Oh gosh, I don't. I don't know about that. I think they artists are totally in contact with an energy mm. that is divine. No, oh. and I think that everyone can come in contact with that energy, <laughs> and don't they don't have to have a religion. And they don't have to have any formalized. They don't have to someone making them feel bad. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many negatives. But again, it's just part of a patriarchal construct for most mm-hmm. religions. Well, that brings me back to something you said earlier about um, people need to create. I think, and I agree with that. I think everyone has this desire in themselves to create something, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be art, could be literature, yep. could be a film, could w- but but we are not meant to be passive and we're not meant to simply be observers. We should be or consumers. And, and we're meant to be consumers now on this planet. Yes. And so I was talking to my kids about that because we all do create. All my children are very artistic and mm-hmm. I've tried to always encourage that. But we're trying to think of their friends, among their friends who do. Mm-hmm. And there's very, very few. It's a very rare thing. And I think it's partly because it's been taken out of schools. But I think maybe that goes with the ability to resist and to 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 feel like you can stand up and say no, this is wrong. And I don't know. You have any thoughts on that? Well, um, oh, sorry, our, our <laughs> corporations want us to be passive mm-hmm. and to consume, and we can't consume at the rate and uh, that the, the planet is is consuming things. And again, be be instead of making music, listening to it, yes. buying music, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know, mm-hmm. making the the art or writing the song or, mm-hmm. um, but that's, that's, right. that's where we're all geared to. We're at, as we actually not even, you know, 50 years ago were the generators of, I mean, you look at Maslow's hierarchy, the top of it is creation, co-creating with, with others, not, you know, we meet the basic human need for shelter and food and da, 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 and then we actually have the ability to be the maker, not the consumer of. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I want to bring something up here uh, because uh, a few minutes ago Tony uh, spoke about uh, how they get to children, and uh, in the news uh, we fo- we've been following uh, the uh, Trinity Western University mm-hmm. uh. that <laughs> has been trying to get a law school. Uh, you'll be uh, except they don't want to even obey the law. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> it's just kooky. So so you know quick. 
quick refresher is essentially they wanted to apply for getting a law school. They did apply. They did apply, and the law society said yes. But then uh, one of the lawyers from the BC Law Society basically said, wait, uh, you guys have some kind of a covenant. You're making the student sign saying that, you know, while you're here, you're not allowed to engage in any sexual activity other than being married, whether it is... Uh, and marriage is defined as between a, a man, man and a woman. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, so there's been a big free-for-all over that. Now this lawyer was successful in uh, signing a petition to get the uh, law society to uh, consult all its members uh, via binding referendum. And the results are all the members, apparently probably the biggest referendum ever done in the history mm. of BC uh, Law Society, uh, about three-quarters of them, mm. 75%, said, mm. no, you are not, you should not be accrediting the school. And this is where it stands, and mm. good for them for doing so. Mm. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about that, or do you, you feel that uh, TWU could be the next Oral Roberts University, like in the States? I, I think, I think it, it's one of the sad things uh, with religion is... Uh, the, how it gives right people, the gives the people, the believers, the uh, feeling that they, they can dislike others and 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 and, and, and look and disc- yes, and dis- exactly discriminate against them. And I think particularly with uh, you know with with, with gay, gay gay people, and, and it, it, it's so sad the way they're, at, they're mm-hmm. at, all religions are bad on this, and. It's not. It's not like this is a new thing. It's been going on forever. You know, yeah. it's, it, there's always been. I mean, gay men and lesbians. It's been around. It's been that way. It was ever thus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So in ancient, the, the just human. Yeah. In, so, in ancient Greece, it was pretty much standard. There we go. Yeah. So expected. Yeah. So so I I just I just I just think it's really sad that that that, that we're training children to 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 continue this nonsense, and I, I mean. Um, you know what's his name? Christopher Hitchens always says we. The oh, best, the, be, the best way. You love Christopher Hitchens. Well, he, well, he, you know, he, he, well, good sir, I love you back. I would say I can take Hitchens this way and that way. I think what, what he, he he feels it quite legitimate to ridicule people who, who are religious. Yeah. Particularly when they, the things they ask him, of course. But but and and I think I think this this does re- require. A severe response. You can have your little beliefs and do what do what you want, you know, and have you, do all that. But this is this 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 is trying to hurt people with it. Yes. Right. And 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 feeling morally superior because of it. Uh, and it, and that's really that's really really not not acceptable. But back to Chris, well, quick note on Christopher Hitchens. He was, he was English as, as am I. And he in that book in that book he wrote, God is not great. Mm-hmm. Well, a great book by the way. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, well he. he he talks about two things that happened in my Church of England upbringing. One was, or three things really, but uh, one was they, they to- our teacher, Miss, Miss Bradstock, she told us that um, the, uh, the uh, tre- like, trees, trees are green because it's easy on our eyes. And I thought, well, the first thing wow. I thought, <laughs> yeah, and th- God created this because God, God wanted it to be easy on our eyes, but... I just thought, well, it's probably easy on our eyes because that's mostly what it is. If it wasn't easy <laughs> on our eyes, this would be a dreadful experience. <laughs> and, and so we, I'm sure, sure we've adapted to that. It seems quite easy. And, and I said, but what, and I was thinking, well, but the sky's blue. Why is that? Is that not easy on our eyes? I don't get it. And sometimes it's red. It's not particularly uneasy on my eyes. Anyway, so, so that was the one. And, and, and he, he said that. And the other thing, was, remember, he talk, the, way, the way he, way he talks about all things bright and beautiful, which really gave me the creeps back then. 
it was just so similar. And there's a number of similarities to the kind of nonsense he was told. And they just went, same as me. Like, what is this? And I felt the same about the Queen. I got told off for slouching when we sang the God Save the Queen. I did not understand why one particular family got to, got to yeah. instantly be extremely rich and in charge of everything. You know, and it, it obviously got us into trouble, note George III and things. So it was, and, and, and the fascist one in the 30s, Edward, whatever number he was. You know, so, I mean, it, it's, it, I, I have a sympathy for him in that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I absolutely love Hitchens. Hmm. Uh, and uh, I would love, you know, fortunately he's he's passed away. Hmm. I would love to have his uh, opinion today about hmm. the whole ISIS thing that's happening. Hmm. Because he was predicting that. He was predicting hmm. the reformation of the <laughs> caliphate. Yeah, yeah. So. He was. Okay, I think it's time for another song. Sorry to <laughs> abruptly change the subject there. <laughs> should, should we... Uh, should, we, should we pause it again, or are you guys yeah. going to play like that? Let's do... Uh, what's Little Josephine. Little Josephine. I'm not going to play it. I'll make okay. What? No. 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 Uh, so this is a song called Little Jules Keep. It's basically, uh, the idea is kind of... Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff in the world. It's just a waste of time. <laughs> Sometimes consumerism. Yeah, yeah, basically. Loving kind, least not today. Trip me when I ran down the street trying to get away. Whispered, slow down. There's a lot of junk to lose and a little jewel to keep So much space Cluttered by greed And endless stuff to want all made up of nothing I I need Easy to buy the worthless and the cheap Oh, there's a lot of junk to lose And a little jewel to
a little juju tequila. That song gave me goosebumps. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome indeed. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. You guys have way more talent. Way more talent. But we got to move on. That song yep. is on our CD. Yes, we we have to at and some point everything blue. The, yeah, yeah, some something. Yeah, uh, some point we have to plug it in. Oh, you might as well do it now. Yeah. So plug it in. Website. Go ahead. Website CDs where we can uh, get these. So uh, you'll find stuff about us at catandtony.com. Oops, no, I'm lying. It's .ca because we're Canadian, eh? Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's k a t a n d t o n y. .ca, catandtony.ca, and uh, our latest CD is called Everything Blue, and it has blues and jazz and roots and that song. Beautiful. Now, you know, we're going to keep another song for you guys at the end. We'll close uh, the show with uh, that atheist song you were talking about, uh, Tony? Wait, yeah, oh, sure, okay. <laughs> okay with you guys. If it's okay with you guys. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. But, but we we're, can struggle through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> I want the artist's impression on... Uh, because this show is pretty uh, science, pro-science, right? So we have another segment, of course, which is... Oh Jesus! I not... I could feel the air if I knew what was happening next, but I I don't know. So. Well, for, some, for some reason, it'll have the drop. Well, anyway, this is uh, I want your opinion on the, this. This is from the Independent in the UK. Hmm. Uh, apparently, the headline says one in four American doesn't know the Earth orbits the Sun, and only half <laughs> believes in evolution. It gets even better. Uh, so uh, results appeared in the National Science Foundation survey of uh, 2,200 Americans. And he found that 26% don't know that the Earth orbits the Sun, which is that one in four. Only 39% believe in the Big Bang. Uh, 48% agree that humans evolved from earlier species. That's your half of them that believe in uh, evolution. 51% knew that antibiotics don't kill viruses. Well, that's actually a good thing, mm-hmm. although it's only 51%. 42% said astrology was very scientific. believe science benefits outweigh the dangers, which is another good thing. But only 30% of them believe that funding is needed. The artist's perspective on this? What do you guys think? I think the arts needs funding, (laughs) quite frankly. I agree. (laughs) Let's just skip the rest of it. mm, You said something, and where where did I want to go with it? Um, Science is a wonderful thing, but I also don't want to see it as a religion mm-hmm. um, where we put our complete faith in that mm-hmm. as well yeah. and our technology we rarely think past our nose on what are the long term outcomes and people are talking to their hands as I've mentioned before yes. <laughs> because they are so addicted to their devices that's another problem that we really have and so we don't think of our technologies and how they run us and a lot of the things that we a lot of our scientific research is funded uh biased through corporations mm-hmm. uh you know a lot of the scientists that's uh, that's why it's so important for us to actually have 
scientists working independently, being funded by our governments and not muzzled by our governments. Yeah. But I think, you know, to me, that's a double-edged sword as well. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. I, do, I know people myself who have who've left religion and then put science up as their new religion. They just accept everything blindly. They do not look at anything yeah. skeptically. Science yeah. is a tool. And that's a danger. And that's it's a real it, danger. Exactly. And, it sh and we should, should use it as such and really think long-term about the impacts of the things that we do. Yeah, yeah science is a tool. Uh, am I uh, muting your microphone again? or are you uh, really? really? I don't know. Okay, there you are. For a second there, you looked like you I were. I thought you might have been oh, trying right. to muzzle me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you said that, I will. Gee, thanks. <laughs> oh, that was me. Sorry, I just muted myself. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so these results apparently will be presented to uh, Barack Obama in Congress. Uh, of course, they'll, this will raise issues about education. Um, and now that the Republicans are pretty much in control, uh, because they just had an election, um, kind of makes you wonder what does that mean. And how does that compare to Canada? What do you guys think? Oh, dear. Okay, yeah. too complex? No, Canada is just following mm -hmm. suit because our government is pretty much uh, following the tenets of Tea Partyism, yeah. Yeah. as far as I can tell. I think we might even be worse for muzzling scientists than they are oh. in the States. Mm -hmm. even. Oh, yeah. I mean, can yeah. Canada yeah. has it. I yeah. mean, internationally, scientists from all over the world have, have sent letters to our government saying... Stop yeah. muzzling your scientists. Yeah. I mean, you can't can't would, get any lower. Who would have yeah. thought you'd see scientists protesting <laughs> on the street one day, right? And this is happening. In Amazing. Earth. They got out of the lab. <laughs> <laughs> they, they tested the variables and decided, yeah. yes, <laughs> we, can, we can protest in safety. No, science is a tool. And you're right. Uh, it, it looks grim for the future of science here in this country uh, if we keep, uh, you know... Uh, I don't I mean, make no bones of it. Like the whole well, the lakes project, yes, yes, long term yes. project being shut down. That's just <coughs> that's that's criminal. And it, criminal, it, especially when they target science like that that is actually aimed at helping, yeah, yeah, helping our Earth so yeah. that we can still live here in yeah. the future. Yeah. But that's the point. I think that's why they're doing it to maintain resource extraction, yeah. despite the fact it's going to Kill you know, uh, acidify the ocean and raise the temperatures. <coughs> It, it, it's the goal, and, mm -hmm. and it's and it, you know it, it, if all you think about is the economy, then then that's the, there's there's money to be drilled out of this country. I mean, why we're we so anxious to sell, to sell off these resources as a finite, you know, yeah, to, 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 to to foreign countries, and 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 destroy our own our own, our own you know, soil, our own, own nests, if you will, mm. it is a madness. So, I, I I I but I think it's it's part of um, greed. Well, it's, it's, it's part of the corporate control of the of the mm -hmm. agenda, and, and but to be fair to the conservatives, they they are they are they're being willingly controlled. That's mm -hmm. that that's their raison d'etre, and it requires Isn't that, that fascism the, when it, business it, and government yeah. initiatives align. Yeah. That's but, what but, we've got. Yeah. Okay. And um, I just don't understand, though. I mean, doesn't Stephen Harper have children? Doesn't he anticipate he'll have grandchildren? Like, well, no, I, see, no, see, it's important to under, it's important to care? understand. <laughs> That the the elites expect to be okay. Yeah. Like it was well, an interesting thing I read the other day is that the people, the the owners of Fox News, you know, the American mm -hmm. right wing station, they 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 have their show. That all their shows are saying that you know um, climate change doesn't exist and it's all mm -hmm. nonsense. And um, but they are buying up land in the nor northern parts of the U.S. Where, where it's probably going to be as safe as it's go going to be when the temperature goes up. So so so. They expect to be okay, and, and uh, you know, and 
Yeah, so that's that's why they don't care. Which is so ridiculous. There's no place to hide. There's no place to hide on the planet, right? But there also some of them are, you know, creationists who believe in the rapture and mm-hmm. think that yeah. what they're doing is ordained by God and God yes. won't let bad things happen and man is supposed to have dominion over the... Yes, yeah, so that's a good point, too. Yeah, so they've, they're coming from that framework. So what the heck mm-hmm. are you going to do with... Yeah, you don't have... But I never thought they'd actually be yeah. running that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is coming back. But I'm an optimist. <laughs> you I have am. to. I think you have to be to stay sane. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there are days I I lose my optimism, and then I'm like, what is the alternative? You That's have right. to stay optimistic. That's why making art can keep you sane. Yeah. Yes. Well, you guys might not know, but we actually have a recording of Stephen Harper, and what is his strategy for uh, beating artists like you guys? Hold on a sec. Oh, I think I heard this before. <laughs> Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. They hear a lamentation of the women. <laughs> yeah, that's that's genuine. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> Sounds strangely like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Another proponent. Oh, uh, Mr. Hammer. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. So, where are we at in the show here? I don't know. You tell me where. How long have we been on? I have lots of days. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, just a bit of uh, just a bit over an hour. Oh my God, that was, it. that was that then. Yeah. Oh, well, but do you want to close with your this? Well, hold on. Before we do that, I still have a rant here because oh, you know okay. what? It okay, is the election is around the corner. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And okay. uh, I'm sure. Away. Yeah. You can edit us down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Is, this is all going the same way it's going. <laughs> Time for my rant. All right. Well, I thought I'd do a rant about voting today because, like I said, it's around the corner. So I called it What Does Voting Change? We all too often hear things like voting doesn't change anything. If your vote made a difference, do you think they'll let you? I don't bother with politics, I don't have time and other such nonsense. I think it's time to wake up. Anybody who's even marginally a student of history would quickly admit that if we hadn't voted, we wouldn't have public schools, a 40-hour work week, social security, minimum wage, workers' compensation, environmental laws, or even women's rights. Just to name a few. During the last election, somewhere around Mission and Abbotsford, the turnout was about 30%. It was a bit higher, I believe, here in Maple Ridge. If half of those voters went for the incumbents, that basically means that one-sixth of all voters decided the direction decided the direction we would all take on matters that affect you directly. The exact same thing happened on the federal level. How many of us think the PM has been a disaster for Canada? We went from third in the world ranking to 27th. This is what happens when you don't try or even care to participate. Like Plato said, you end up being ruled by your inferiors. The void left by voter apathy is then filled by money and vested interests. This is what politicians do. They first respond to votes, and in their absence, they respond to money. I want to change that. This is why voting is important, and it's also why you don't, you don't see the incumbents address voter apathy. It helps them keep a status quo and improves their chances at re-election. Keeping the voter in a state of ignorance helps them, and ignorance isn't just what you don't know, it's also what you won't know. I hope you go all out there tonight and bring a friend to vote in November. You don't like the candidates? Spoil your ballot. They're also counted. 
It takes 15 minutes every three years to make a difference. It's going to be every four years after this one. If we can't do better than 30%, then we are a sorry lot and deserve the bottom-of-the-barrel politician with their septic tank attitude. I know we can do better. I'm, I'm betting we will. And then with it. You know what? The other thing is people can vote for just the candidates they want to vote for. Yeah. And that's an important thing. You don't have to vote for everyone. You don't have to. No. You could put just one X. You could put a. So that and that vote counts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's an important point. It's, it's very important. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of our show. We're going to let you guys take us out. Uh, is there anything you want to add, Karen? Well, thank you guys so much for coming. I've had a great time. Uh, and yeah, remind the audience again where we can find you guys. Catantony.ca. Uh, and that's Cat with a K. That's Cat with a K. Cat with a K. So what do you call the, you guys call this song? This is called Alone Among the Stars. And Go on. Tony just told us off air that this is an atheist anthem, so I'm totally no, no, excited no, no, about that. No, 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 it's a hymn. Hymn, pardon me, hymn. You know, atheists don't have songs. We don't, atheists don't have... You know, buildings they go to and mm-hmm. do stuff in. Yeah. But, uh, but, and also, we were, that same show we were watching about those young women who, who were worried about the uh, the rapture, it, 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 those two things got, got me sitting writing this, and, uh, and, uh, we have, we've just, we've only just written it, so it's, uh, that's okay. We'll see how it goes. So it's an exclusive, is what you say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. It exclusive. Might, we might also screw it up. <laughs> Although I, I, I am, you know, for the goddess. So I'll just throw that one. Okay, we'll, we'll call it half atheist then. Till next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. There's nowhere more sacred. Than any other place Nobody's been chosen Singled out among the human race There are no Gentiles No one's an infidel St. Peter, he ain't waiting There's no heaven creature There's no hell There are no books written By God's almighty hand Just some people years ago Getting by and trying to understand What it is we're part of what it is we are How we came to be Drifting out alone Among the stars There's no explanation We're killing people for There's no holy leader Infallible There's no final showdown Believers alone are saved It's a cult of prophecy There's no rapture preacher No end of day There is no one right way 
no divine command, just a, a planet full of people getting by and trying to understand what it is we're part of, what it is we are, how we came to be. Drifting out alone among the stars. Drifting out alone among the stars. Drifting out alone among the stars.